2: that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and immersion. And their... Multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And this week we're speaking to P sisters Victoria and Liz. The thing about Victoria and Liz is that we've already spoken to them. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so we did record with these beautiful sisters mm. maybe a month or so ago mm. and we had a really big tricky sound
3: difficulty. Technical, technical. So
2: we have invited them back. Yes. And um, we're going to do a better job. We Just are like we'll <laughs> stop recording in the early days of <laughs> didn't press start. So let's do
4: it. Let's do it. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional f-word, so it's not really suitable for children.
5: Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit.
4: Hello Mandy. Hello, Kate. Coming to you from the Lands of the Freezing People. Yes, my yes. goodness,
2: scarves. Our guests do not
4: have scarves on. No, but they do we not. Are cold. I've got a blankie on my lap. Oh, the heater. Oh, oh my god. You know, I know we've told you how much we give up
2: for you peas, but we can't have a heater on while we're recording. No, we can't <laughs> have the noise. No.
4: Yeah. So it's gotta be big-
2: Anyway, so this is for you, Annalise. More complaining. She's like, oh, every week. Well, Well, the weather.
4: It's not a complaint. It's just a fact. Yeah. It was three degrees when I was taking the boys to the bus this morning, and that's chilly. Yeah. Yeah, that is chilly. (laughs) So anyway, it does mean that when you turn the gas log fire on it's really nice and cozy. I love
2: a cozy. Oh, I love cozy too. Yeah, that's what Melbourne's good at. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yes. We will tell you the truth is that we've already talked to these beautiful We have, you may have heard that in the introduction. (laughs) Oh yeah, we said that in the intro. Yeah, yeah, okay. but yeah, Sorry. We've,
4: we've already spoken to them and it didn't record properly, so <laughs> we're back at
2: it. <laughs> so we're excited to spend time with you again, and this time we're going to do a much better job. Hey, yes, yes. So <laughs> we've
4: got we've- sisters. Yes, you both were your parents fans of the royal family.
3: Uh, a little bit. I'm not sure, a little bit. With your name. Because we've got Victoria and
2: Elizabeth.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Mum cool. loved history. Right. Ah, yes.
2: Of right. course. Yes. Yes. yes.
3: Got it. So, yes. so,
2: okay. Who, maybe you could say I am and I am with your
3: name. So, introduce, <laughs> introduce <yourself>. yourselves. <laughs> um, hi, Mandy and Kate, and everyone listening. I'm Victoria, and I live in southeast Queensland. Okay. And I'm really excited to be here today talking about my experiences along with my sister.
5: Yes. And that leads to me. I'm Liz, (laughs) and uh, I live in Southeast Queensland too. So it's nice and warm. (laughs) Yeah, in the sun. It's a bit cold in the shade though. Mm. Um, And I'm excited to talk about my son. Yay! Yay. We love having (laughs) sisters.
2: I know it's really special, actually. It is really special. So thank you. Let's all right. Let's start with our questions. All right. I will start with Victoria first. Victoria, do you have a favourite
4: song or a band or you know a piece of music that you love?
3: Uh, I love music and I'll get up and dance and sing even though I can't really carry a tune. Oh, same. Uh, I, <laughs> I love, love the, emo- the the emotions and the memories. Mm. Uh, we grew up with our parents playing LPs every weekend yes. and we still have LP nights. Oh. Uh we listened to such a range of music, uh, so I found it really hard to pick just one. Uh, <laughs> I really, really struggle. Yes. I probably had about 10 on my list. Um, I, I, I've i got uh, – one of the ones I do look forward to listening to on our LP nights is uh, The Power of Love by Jennifer Rush. Ah. Yeah, I um, my
4: mind automatically goes to the Jeff Bullock version. The church the, version. The Christian version. But I
3: do know <laughs> I do know. it's it's flicked back into, yes, into your the version power of yes, love. Yes. Got it. Cool. Yeah, yep. yeah. And I do like Stand By Me by Aww. Benny King. Yeah, yes.
4: that's actually a lovely song. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Um That's a but we, I, I guess.
3: Like some of the recent ones, though, that I would just jump up and dance to is, you know, Lady Gaga, uh-huh. um, Poker Face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll, le- I'll let Liz tell you her. <laughs> yes. Go, Liz.
5: <laughs> so my all-time favourite is What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Mm, yes. But I don't mind the Eva Cassidy version oh, either. That's
0: pretty. I love so- Eva Cassidy. Mm, mm, yes. yes.
2: That's a beautiful version.
0: Mm, mm. It Good. is.
4: That can- Which one do you want on the Spotify playlist? Oh,
5: Probably Eva Cassidy's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a nice one, on. one to sort of yeah. use of the playlist. Yeah. Um, if I want something to lift me up, I'll go with Adele. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go like Rolling in the Deep yeah. or Fire in the Rain. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, but then uh, I have the morbid, uh, this is the one I want played at my funeral. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Seasons in the Sun by Terry Jacks. Ah.
2: I, whenever I bring that up with my friends about songs for my funeral, they get mad with me. I know I yeah. did it the other day to my partner, and she's yeah. like,
4: "Well, that's a bit." I'm like, "No, I want it to be organised. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I want." Yeah, Liz, yeah. yeah. and you need to tell people so yeah. that your wishes exactly. are granted. Yeah. Next, my mum will be in there going, "She wanted the Lord's Prayer." I'm like, uh, "No, no that's not what she wanted." <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love an organised pee. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What yeah. about? Did you win any awards at school? Start with you, Victoria.
3: I didn't. I don't remember winning awards, and w- I, we emigrated from England when I went into high school. So mm. I think uh, it was a little bit tricky when mm. we first came over here, you know, um, going into high school. But through primary school in England, um, we I remember always having assemblies, and they would give out. Star cards. So these are the little. She's yes. got the star yes. cards. <laughs> and, and each week I'd work so hard to try and get one of these little star oh. cards. And, you know, it could be things for like spellings, maths, craft work. This one's craft uh-huh. work. So it's sort of the size <laughs> of a business
4: card, yeah. isn't it? It's quite little. Yeah, low. yeah, yeah.
3: And the headmistress, she would sign at the bottom. Oh, yeah.
2: Wow. Hold,
4: Hold it, it up, there. I'm going to
2: take a, take a photo. photo. <laughs> I should have got that organised before. Okay, there we go. There's the star card. <laughs> Thank you. Um,
3: so yeah, she's got a would... whole box of
5: those. Oh, yeah, my I. Do. word.
4: So when you're having a your bad oh my gosh, you... she's got a whole box. Do you flick back through and go, look how bloody good I was at craft? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you must have. My how
4: children may my not writing. listen to me,
2: but I look at these star cards. Yeah, yep. <laughs> They
3: must have been really important to you. Uh, I think it was I, and I, my mum and dad kept them and passed them on to me
2: <laughs> and I just can't get
4: rid of them. No, in no. a decor container. Yeah, fair enough.
5: Yeah. What about you, Liz? Uh, I'm an overachiever. Mm. so um,
0: You're also I accepted. Was, think... We'll
5: accept you. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was one of the uh, captains in primary school, I was a prefect in high school. Mm. I was captain of hockey. Mm. I, uh, I won an achievement award every year wow. um, for academic achievement. Yep. Um, I got the headmaster's prize for writing. Wow! You really, um, are an overachiever. Player, player at hockey. So yeah, I'm, I'm an <laughs> <laughs> I had a scholarship in high school and at uni. So wow. yeah, just. <laughs> We need these people.
2: Yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Can't all be like you and me, Mandy. (laughs) Oh, goodness. And so, okay, Kate, you And our favourite question, Victoria, why are you a P?
3: I'm a P because I'm a mum to two pea shoots. My uh, eldest son, Owen, is 18 and has a rare genetic condition called ectodermal dysplasia. And my youngest, Jack, is 16. And I guess he's undiagnosed, non-neurotypical. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep.
4: Yep. 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 He's on the neurodivergent path. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It
2: definitely what, is. What about you, Liz? Why are you in the pea Um
5: family? I am a mum to a five-year-old um, little boy who has ASD and he was a twenty-eight week prem baby. Mm, so, that's a micro. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. How yes. about we but start? he was quite
5: big for sorry, that? Was so. he,
2: what was his weight? <laughs> yeah. One
5: point three kilos. Oh, wow. That's big. Yeah. yeah. I dodged a bullet, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you would have had a
2: fifteen
5: pounder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Overachieving yet again. <laughs>
4: I had the biggest 28-weeker ever.
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) That's my claim. (laughs) Wow. You both, um, I think it was, who emailed me from the beginning? I think it was uh, you, Liz. Liz. Yeah, Liz yeah, I think say so. you need, you need to initially. Yeah, you said you need to interview my sister. And then and then she said, I think <laughs> yeah, you need to interview my, her my as well. Sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really beautiful. Thank you for reaching out to us and also for your pee support. You've got the t shirt on. I yes. can see Liz. Yes. Yeah, so that's very
3: gorgeous. <laughs> got my jumper on it. it's a little bit chilly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Oh, you've got it on too, because I was gonna say last time you both had it on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. A little bit warmer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so um Right, let's just start a little bit with maybe Victoria since you've got the older kids. Mm. Can you tell us yep. a little bit about your son and when he was born and that, um, the diagnosis time? Mm.
3: Sure, sure. So I'll start with pregnancy. Mm. Uh, so my pregnancy with Owen appeared to be normal. Uh, but two things happened. One, I didn't gain any weight during the pregnancy at all. Mm. So when I left school, I weighed around 56 kilos and that's still my weight today. All um, right. And
4: that is a good flex. I'm just going to well. say. <laughs> 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 because I was 58 kilos and I am not 58
3: <laughs> kilos now. <laughs> I think I've got a really high metabolism. Plus I, I'm not sure if that's an ED thing because I'm the carrier. So, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, so uh, and my belly – was always measured every time I went for an appointment to check that the baby was growing. I was constantly asked if I was eating. Um, and after the birth, I weighed myself and I'd actually lost two kilos. So wow. I was all baby. Yeah. So. The second thing was that I did the glucose test mm. around 28 weeks and it indicated that I had gestational diabetes which was a bit of a shock because mm. I, I think I assumed that was you know more if you were putting on a lot of weight or well and the babies tend thing, to get really so big
4: don't mm. they with gestational yeah. diabetes so
3: yeah So um, I had to do the whole 2 weeks of get your levels right or yeah. you're on injections got my levels right didn't have to have injections so that was the sort of the pregnancy, the boy when Owen was born, he was three and a half weeks early. Mm. Uh, I had a very quick four-hour quick vi- vaginal birth. Mm. Um, he weighed six pound two ounces. Okay, so he wasn't. Um, oh, he was three pounds. three weeks early, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, little. and and he was, but we noticed that there was little to no amniotic flu- fluid, mm. which later through our support group and camps I've spoken to other mothers and we've shared the same experiences with when when you've had a child with ED and without ED there's you notice differences wow. yes um, yes, and, yes yes um so we're thinking that might be an ED related thing but mm. there's no research on that mm. um Owen was put under lights because he thought he was a little bit jaundiced, uh, but then he was sent to the special care as they thought that he had a temperature. But looking back now, is probably just overheating because mm-hmm. he couldn't yeah, because part of the condition is that they can't sweat. Mm. Um, so he stayed in the special care nursery for three days, uh, and then he was allowed to go home. So, but we had a follow up appointment with the paediatrician, and uh, which was we were really fortunate to have that appointment mm. uh, because we were in the system. Mm. Uh, so, so that was really good. We have a beautiful paediatrician, Doctor Jan Cullen, um, who saw Owen all the way up until I think he was seventeen because. Mm. Yeah. Now you can't an go adult. and see her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, she saw something straight away but she didn't know what it was and so she was really gentle and she asked me questions like, do you have small features in your family? Could you bring family photos to of, you know, to your next visit? Right, right. Uh, um, So she was trying to find what, what it was but mm. she just didn't know. mm and so it wasn't until Owen was about 18 months uh, he had no teeth. I took him to our local dentist who referred us to a specialist dentist uh, and that's when ectodermal dysplasia was mentioned. Mm. Uh, I remember the so dentist, the dentist, asking dentist me, mentioned it yeah, yeah yeah so and a lot of a lot of the people with ED are diagnosed by dentists right. because there's a lot more in their textbooks and their study on this than there are. For doctors, ah. um, because it is classified as a rare um, condition. Uh, when we when Owen was diagnosed, we were told there was something like seven thousand rare conditions in the world. So how does a doctor know all of yeah. those? True, yeah. you know, and so you know. It, that was uh, a bit of an eye-opener. Uh, so, yeah, we I just remember the dentist asking me to hold Owen in my lap and he just felt inside his mouth and he said very calmly and gently, I don't think Owen will get any teeth ever. And I think he has this condition which I can't recall the name. Just give me a minute. And he brought out this massive book. Mm-hmm. And he started flipping through pages oh and came back and he said uh, he has ectodermal dysplasia. Uh, I couldn't even say the name. No. I was trying to hold, hold back tears. Uh, I was asking him to write it down. And and at the same time, he's writing it on a refer- referral to the Royal Children's. So mm. um, I guess ectodermal dysplasia, I'll, I'll just give you a bit of a brief yeah, on it. It's a thank you. It's a red rare genetic condition, it impacts the ectoderm layer of an embryo's development. So when two or more of the ectoderm structures are affected, a person is deemed to have ectodermal dysplasia. Um, So there's I think there's over 100 different types Mm, of ED. mm. um, And Owen has HED, so he has hypohydrotic ectodermal dysplasia, so meaning that he can't sweat and, Mm. yeah. So, So
4: living in Queensland... (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah. it's,
5: fun. it's definitely
3: fun <laughs> um, It's interesting though because we've had families say that they've moved to Queensland from southern states and the skin of their kids have improved more because obviously right. they don't sweat they don't have the oils so they get really bad can get really bad dermatitis yes. and, um, so you know that eczema and yes. can be different in dry heat compared to yes. the humid heat so yes. um, you know and because they're you know they do I like the air conditioned environment a lot as well and so yeah it just it mm, affects mm. everyone differently. Yeah 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 of course. Mm. So
4: when you first got that diagnosis I think hearing that your little precious 18 month old was never going to get teeth would have really hit you for six did
3: it? It was it was so I remember I'd taken my mum because my husband he was working and mm. I, I just remember trying to hold it together in the the in front of the dentist and then walking out to the car and just bursting into tears it kind of felt to me like someone was telling me my child wasn't perfect even Mm. though you know no one's perfect but Mm. it was just sort of a kick in the guts in a way and um you know and And I think it was one of those
4: things everyone's kids get teeth yeah, yeah, and, and I was only there to yeah. find out
3: when he had te- when he was getting teeth, yes. and all of a sudden he's not getting teeth ever. Like yes. what? And now he's got a condition. What? What's going yes. on? Yes, massive you know. day. <laughs> oh. So that was hard, and my mum was really good. She uh, was sitting in the car, and she said, "Okay, Victoria, he's not dying. Let's just, mm. you know, focus. It's okay." Um, and yeah, and I think that was. I think we only spent. I only spent maybe a weekend, sort of wallowing in, you know, crying, Mm. (laughs) bit of self pity, and yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then we just got on with things. But yeah, it was a little bit. It was definitely a shock.
0: Mm. Mm. Oh,
4: big shock! Mm. And so, Mm.
3: then you ended up at the Royal Children's. Uh, yeah, we also so we stick. We also had the pediatrician at our local hospital, mm. and she uh, then gave us referrals for everything. So we did speech, dietitian, audiology, occupational therapy. We and then we also started the process of seeing the oral health at the Royal Children's. So at about three and a half, Owen received his first upper denture. So um, and then from there, there's been you know like surgeries and. Mm other things that have happened so but yeah, yeah it's been a journey I can
4: imagine <laughs> when he is fully grown can he have implants
3: yes so uh we're very fortunate that his condition um so it was uh, going back to um Aussie, Aussie D is our support group yeah and um so the, that was founded in 2004 by Natalie and Andrew Williams and they are from Victoria and they uh, were able to get ectodermal dysplasia um, identified as a disability right. and also uh, we were able to um, incorporate it as part of the cleft palate program through Medicare. Mm, so the, our kids don't have cleft naturally. No, no. right. They are part of um, that program because it offers similar services. Right. The only problem is, is the Cleft Palette Program finishes at the age of twenty eight, mm. I think it is, and so if whereas our children, mm. it's a lifelong. Yeah. Uh, whereas Cleft, generally, you've had all your surgeries right. and all your mm, by that mm. time. So yeah. that's the only. It's, down.
5: it's also quite. difficult because you have to have a diagnosis before a certain age or else you don't qualify for the cleft scheme right. and yeah. a lot of these um people or kids or teenagers or adults who don't actually know that that's what they have oh. um until later um so mm-hmm. it. It does make it a little bit difficult for mm-hmm. the older people. Of course.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to have to change yep. that. I don't know how. I mean, it's like but... hearing aids. You know, the government will pay <laughs> for hearing aids until, uh, you know, 16 or 18. And then are yeah, Oh, own. too bad, until you're 65. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's sort of in our house and it's real. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. I, I don't mean to rush you through this, but I no. want to get to everybody, right? <laughs> so what about we head over to you, Liz? And maybe okay. you can tell us a little bit about your pregnancy with your precious little poppet.
5: Yeah. Um, so I'm in a uh, gay relationship. So yeah. my wife and I had a baby. Uh, so yeah. obviously he was through IVF. Yeah. Mm. Um, so he was very well monitored from a very early age. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, uh, we didn't really have any problems through the pregnancy. Um, I had a little bit of spotting every now and then, which – um, my OB thought was fine. Mm. No issues, never found anything wrong, so that was fine. Um, I was de- diagnosed with gestational diabetes as well, mm. uh-huh. but also I was all baby. There was yeah. nothing else happening. Mm. There was just a baby in front of me, <laughs> um, but I was enormous. Um, yes. My sister will attest to that. At 26 <laughs> weeks, I looked like I was ready to pop, yeah. um, <laughs> but, but it was all baby in the front, so um Once I got the gestational diabetes um, results, I went to starting the testing um, and within a couple of days of that, I started bleeding heavily Mm. Um, and that turned out to be a placental abruptions. Mm, Um, I was in hospital for nine days. In that nine days, I went into labor three times Mm. Um, um, on the second time.
4: Did you get pumped full of steroids?
5: I did Mm. on the first one. I got pumped full of steroids. Um, So I got the steroids on the Monday, Tuesday. Mm. Then on the Wednesday, I went into labour the second time and I got pumped full of the magnesium chloride. Um, Spent the day in the um, birthing suite. Um, hoping he didn't come, and mm. got the phone call from the hospital saying, we're ready for your tour. Oh, no, I'm already mm. in. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Ouch. <laughs> and there's the things so, you forget? Yeah, we um, oh, like, just had oh, a yes. bit of a giggle over that yeah, phone call, so yep. that was funny. That was, that was two um, weeks ago, me. Right
5: yeah. now, me, yeah. no.
4: Yeah.
5: No. <laughs> um, and then I went to, I went back on the ward, obviously. He didn't come that day, but we did find out during that labour that, um, He his heart was stopping when I had a Mm. contraction, so he was in danger. If we tried again, Um, so we were basically told next time he's coming out the sunroof. That's it. We're not um, leaving him in there. Yeah. So about a week went by, and we thought we were pretty good. We thought Mm. everything was starting to settle down, and then bam, labor and uh, emergency C-section. I think Mm. he was born within an hour Mm. of um, wife able to be there. Yeah, luckily yeah. she'd stayed the night that night. Wow. So um, three o'clock in the morning he was born, Aww. and she was standing right there with him. So, yeah, um, yeah. So she followed him into the NICU, and I mm-hmm. went to recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was listening to an episode the other day where someone was saying recovery um, was really hard, and I think I'm really lucky that um, Debbie was there yeah. because. She was going backwards and forwards yes. between me and him, and bringing me videos of Aww. him to show me, like him being weighed and oh, beautiful. and like put into the incubator and all that kind of stuff. So it was really good that um I had that person mm. being able to do that because yeah I couldn't move I was just lying there no, for twelve hours move. yeah mm. it's lovely. <laughs> so, yeah yeah and so but, uh, my nurse sorry. were
4: you so shocked to have a twenty eight weeker.
5: Oh, yeah, Mm. yeah, Um, definitely a big shock. No one in the family had had um, early births. Like Mm -hmm. um, Vic had gone to full term with hers. As far as we knew with mum, there was no issues Mm -hmm. um, with her births, so really not something we expected at all, so, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm
4: -hmm. And at that point, like, Victoria, were you like, oh, This is bringing up some of my memories of having uh, uh, (laughs) like a a tricky time when your baby was born, your son, or were you just kicked into sister gear and like, right, I'm helping?
3: Yeah, I think it was more sister gear, to be Mm. honest. See, I don't think I associated my pregnancy as being a traumatic one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, you know, in my birth, I, you know, it just, I don't think I've ever really thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and so it was more just, oh, what can I do to help mm. my sister and 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 her partner and and I think also with the whole you know trauma side of it for my sister and her partner, I don't think I even really had a clear understanding of that from until like maybe last year when or, or the year before when I started listening to your podcast and we and I heard your NICU journeys, mm. it really hit home and I. And that's when I started having those conversations with my sister um, mm. because I, I could, th- that made me identify with what she'd gone through.
2: Mm. Mm. Yeah.
4: Yeah. There's nothing quite like walking out the door and leaving your baby mm. in the hospital.
5: Mm. Yeah. I'm so not going to cry. Oh,
3: no. You can <laughs> cry. We're how old were your
2: kids, Victoria, when Liz had her baby?
5: Uh, I would have been about 13. Yeah, let's right? go
3: about 13 and 11. Yeah, so, yeah. so you were busy. And think, yeah, and I think we have a lot of family around of it, us that support us, you know, so like my mum and dad yeah. Yeah. Um, and also Deb's family as well yes. is quite large so that she had yes. her mum and dad and, yes. you know, and there's lots of, you know, um, siblings and, mm-hmm. you know, cousins and things. Mm-hmm. So, and even my aunt, you know, so there was a lot of people yes. helping, Um, you know, visiting no, we none of us saw um, Elizabeth's little boy, you know, and Deb's no. little boy. For
0: we um we had a, a long
5: closed. We we told the Nikki that it was just us until yeah. he went home, um, mm. because it was just going to be too hard to manage mm. otherwise. Um, Especially
2: when you got big, a big
5: tribe around mm. you. We got a big yep. tribe, and yeah. also like you know if. if one of them came, then one of us didn't. Yeah, um, two, two people only. Yes. So we just said, no. Yeah, um, you have we'll, to see him. We'll look after him until mm. he comes out of the hospital and then you guys can see him then. Which is um, when Because at the moment, he anyway. just needs to be protected.
2: Mm. How did people mm. cope so we, with
5: that? It was hard at first. Um, mm. There was a lot of. Um, Pushback back because people just wanted to see him. They didn't mm. understand the yeah. danger that he was in mm. realistically. Um, they just see it as, oh, it's a baby. Mm. Um, the baby will be fine because mm. um, they're in hospital. They're in the right place. But mm. they don't understand the compromised immunity at that stage. Mm. Mm. Like yeah. I didn't go to hospital on two of the days um, because I had a sniffle yeah. and yeah. I didn't really give it to him yeah. and terrified of, of taking anything in. Yeah, I think um,
4: COVID's made us realize a little bit. Yeah. What it's like to Yeah, live I think like people that. are a lot more understanding yeah. now. Like, yeah. if you yeah. say to people, Definitely.
5: like, I've got a newborn, I don't want you to come around, they're mm. like, Yeah, no, that's fine. I think yeah, they, they totally yeah. would now. Yeah. But five yeah. years ago, yeah. no, we didn't
4: know. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
5: Yeah. 2018, when he was born, people were like, It's yeah, just a sniffle. Like, it's yeah, not a big yeah, deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I was ringing the hospital going, I'm not coming in today. Mm. I've got a little bit of sniffle. Um Which the hospital did. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, the hospital got it. They were mm. fine. Um, mm. But he was in NICU for 77 days. Mm, yeah. um, and I.
2: Day.
5: Yeah. I went back to work after eight weeks. Yes. Um, I didn't have a lot of maternity leave. We didn't have a lot of money to mm. be able to do that. So um, I was starting at four o'clock in the morning and getting myself to work, um, like pumping constantly say, all uh, day. Expressing. Yeah. Um, going to work for eight to ten hours depending on the day, Um, working with chemicals, so then having to go home, have a shower, get dressed Mm -hmm. again and go Go to to the the hospital. hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, Try and time that with the nurses so that I would get to feed him um, in that and then um, like either through trying to breastfeed or through a a syringe if we Mm -hmm. needed to depending Mm -hmm. on the day Mm -hmm. Um, and then trying to... Um, if I missed the first one, I had to stay four hours yeah. to see the next one. So yeah. I, I would get home sometimes midnight and then Back get up, up at four o'clock the oh. next morning start again. Oh. Hey, but you don't even care because um, you're just like. No, no. Not, yeah, I'm, it's not the wrong doing word. This. You're just
2: doing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
5: just doing it. Yeah. Just got to get through it to get mm. to the next day and hopefully eventually he'll come home. And What that was, was it like when you
2: brought day. him home? Can you remember that day?
5: Oh, it was a bit of a mess actually that day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'd been, so the Mata Mothers was under um, renovations while he was in NICU. Uh, mm. So they kept moving pods while what? they were building one. Oh, my
4: gosh.
5: They were still trying to house the 77 beds they have in one less pod. Oh, mm. um, so it was a really um, disjointed sort of experience. Mm. Like we were still in NICU officially, but we were in the special care unit right. at one mm. point. Yeah. Um And then we were still in special care but we were in the adult's hospital across oh the road. Oh, boy. Mm. Um, so it was a little bit weird. Um, We were below the psych ward. <laughs> yeah. And, um, on the day that they said we were going to room in and then take him home, um, they were telling me I was going to room in. In the room where they were, which was near the psych ward in mm-hmm. the adults' hospital, oh, and I just lost it. Yeah, um, I'd held it together for 77 oh, days, yeah, I lost oh, it, yeah. So and close. I was like, I just want one thing to yeah. go right. And yes. the nurse realized and was like, okay, and managed to get me a room back in the cool. original Mother yeah. Mothers level 10, yeah, rooming in. <laughs> 'Cause I just I couldn't do it that day. I no. was just and that you want was to be my Surrounded tipping by point. midwives. You yeah. want the people yeah. who know. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be surrounded by an, a calm environment. Mm, it didn't yes. seem calm no. in the adult, adults hospital, no. whereas it was back in the mothers. Mm. So um so we managed to get that room and the day we roomed in, we invited the grandparents to come Aww, and meet him.
0: Like he was born. um
5: and that was the day they realised how small he was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you're, you're like, when He's he big hospital. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we were like, he's huge, look how big he is. And they go, I think he was just under seven pounds when we mm. left hospital. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, look how tiny he is. And we're like, he's enormous. <laughs> he's double his size. <laughs> oh, he's oh almost gosh. triple the size yes. he was. Look at him. So, oh. yeah, we were we were all pumped about that. So oh. they got to meet him that day. So it was very exciting for yeah. everyone. Yeah.
4: Did you have and any then, time off um, when he came home?
5: Yeah, I had a week off because it was Easter when right. he came home. Good time. Um, so I had a yeah, I had a four day week, and, and then I had a couple day. days off. Yeah, yeah, I had a couple <laughs> nice days off the week <laughs> after. So it was good. It um, Aww. it gave me a couple of days to sort of just get to know him at mm, home. Yes. And yeah, and uh, yeah, he was. But he did the Premier grunt for. Yeah. A year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. How do you get through that Premier grunt in the first know. year? You can't sleep through it. One oh, like, I know. No, my
2: no. girls definitely had that. I mm. remember being at mother's group and she just did that grunting all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I just was like, tone it down. I'd never heard of it before. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't. Like,
5: and then everyone, as you're coming out of the hospital, they're like, oh, that's the Premier grunt. Yes. you like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. I'd never really paid attention well, to it before. Well, you don't know any of no. that.
2: Yeah.
1: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: Victoria, tell us about Ozid and when did you find them? How did you join? What's uh, yeah, so it like? It was-
3: It's fantastic. (laughs) Um, So, Aussie D is a wonderful volunteer-run support group. Uh, As I mentioned, it was founded in 2004 in Victoria and uh, it does provide support, information, advocacy for members and their families affected by ED. Uh, so we don't have any government funding, but we manage to organise conferences every year, ah. apart from the COVID years. Yeah, for yeah. the whole fam- and it's mm. for the whole family to so attend. So you said camphor,
2: so-, so like a camp and a conference. Yeah, yeah, I love, yeah. I love, I love so that word. Oh, that's camference. a great yeah. word.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, and I have to say they're probably my favorite holidays with my family because we get to connect with other ED families we, and we have so much fun. And we've been a part of the organization since 2006. So, it wasn't long after ectodermal dysplasia was mentioned that, uh, you know, people, everyone starts Googling and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to um, – and and I remember my mother-in-law, she she mentioned OZED, but I think I was just um, – trying to still process everything mm, myself. So uh, it, just had, it maybe took me a couple of months to make that call and I'm glad I did. I I remember calling and I got Natalie Williams in Victoria and I think for the first hour I just basically cried on the phone. Mm. So um, but it was just really nice to have that um, person on the other end of the phone and be able to connect with someone who could say it's okay and um, you know everything's going to be fine you know sort of mm. things so um we we've made lifelong friends we look forward to seeing uh, all of the um our ED family i guess every year uh and i know owen's made connections across australia so yes yeah so cuz we hold a camp slash conference camp yep, conference <laughs> every year in a different state so right. We try to move it around so that you know different families can make it, and yeah. you know to help with travel costs, those sorts of things. Yes. Um, we do provide the camps at a significantly reduced rate for families, so mm. um, we do a lot of fundraising and other things for that. And um, we, yeah, yeah, I, I just know that the connections that my son and we we've made have just are amazing, and. Mm. He could go to any person's house that we know across Australia and be looked after just like oh, we would be. Just you know, want to sob the best, yeah. Oh. And you know, like if he, he be walked in and said, Oh, can you please put the air conditioning on? they'd put it on yes. because yes. they know, yeah, you know, or you know, um, whatever he needs, um, it would be there for him. So oh. it's it's amazing. There's nothing mm. like it. No, seeing mm. someone
2: that's similar to you, a family that's similar mm. to yeah. yours, it's magic. Mm.
3: And just seeing the faces of everyone. I mean, I know when Owen was a bit younger, and because he had his dentures, and then his little kids when they don't, and they see, you know, a bigger person mm. take their teeth out yes. and show mm. them, and you see this the amazement on their face, and they're like, mm. "Oh wow, I can not have teeth like Owen," or yes. you know, or you know, it's just it's so amazing and they become leaders without even knowing it you know so I'm I just wanna I'm
2: gonna so Liz um uh you said to me off air that you went to one of these the first initial conference what was that like like as part of your family to go and see um, um other people
5: well from our point of view like we didn't know much about it mm. um and back then I think I was still still in uni maybe Mm. no I just finished uni so um I was still sort of in research mode so I'd started looking up Mm. ectodermal dysplasia and trying to figure out all the ins and outs of it um but then to go to the um the conference and see the kids like it just made sense as soon as we walked in Mm. because they just they looked the same they had the same things that they were doing and and it just made so much sense for them to all be together and mm. and hang out because they yes. understood each other from that point of view. Yes. Um, and so I think um, me and uh, Deb, we actually babysat some of the kids while you guys did um, the conference side. So oh. we would have them in another room and – Beautiful We'd watch TV aunties. and play blocks and things like oh, that. So right. we had, like, five kids in there, I think, right. at some stage. Mm. So we did that for – because they're, they're not a long conference. They're, they're yeah. three days, I yeah. think. Mm. Um, And so but we did that for you still need volunteers. Day. You need the power yeah, of volunteers you do. to run yeah. the things. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Um, and we
3: try to do, like, some family activities so we're all together doing things. Mm. And then we also try to – like, you know, the kids will do uh, some – uh activities that really help improve their self-esteem and, mm-hmm. um, you know, get them out there. And we've we – I've spoken about Purple Soup, I did a speed pipe, and uh, <laughs> we have a group that come in – called purple soup yes. and they are just fantastic and they've been to every camp as well and they do all these adventure therapy type activities then right. mm, mm. uh it's just fantastic we uh, you know the kids just rave about it every year of so course, they have they such a good look time forward
2: to mm. it
4: yeah and so now that owen is nearly an adult how does he feel about himself and managing his own care and all of that
3: I think that the teens are sometimes a little bit hard, mm. you know, like obviously the, he's been through a lot and I guess sometimes they don't tell you everything mm. as well. And, you know, uh, there's, I'm sure there's been challenges along the way um, that, you know, and I think that he's found that he's maybe lost some friends that have been close because, you know, they go off and they do a trade and -hmm. because he can't sweat you know he can't do that so you know he's sort of going well what's my purpose Where you know that sort of thing and um you know he's he's recently started a diploma in nursing um we'll see we'll see how that goes because he's he is fantastic with people and with little ones and I'm hoping that he can continue that on and um, but he's just got to find his thing that he yeah. enjoys and, um, you know, and I think he has challenges and, you know, because he can't just become a fire officer. So he yes. can't just go and join the ambulance, no, uh, no. you know, the no. the um, the army or, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Of course. There's things that, you know. he's
4: inside, I suppose.
3: Yeah. And I think he, it's kind of sad because he goes, I, I would have really loved to have done that, yeah. you know. And, you know, and then also, yeah. you know, We've had hard conversations through, you know, his life where, you know, because it's it's like he's been here before and he'll just come out like 10 years old. He came out with, can I pass this condition on to my kids if I have them? Mm. And – you know, and this was a five minute trip to the school, you yeah, know. Of course. I I'm Yeah. this is the time. Yeah, oh, this,
5: this is the time. I'm ask that question. That.
3: <laughs> and yes. I'm I'm sitting there going, uh, this is a possibility and he yes. goes, I'm never having kids and you go, oh, yeah But you know, I'm sort of going, Okay, well, you know, there's there are options now. There's, you know, research that they're doing and yeah. they've found this protein and they can give this injection to babies in vitro and you know, and he's going mm, maybe, and then he just jumps out the car and off. The oh, no, and you're, you're are shattered for, for a month. Hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I know that exact feeling. Mm. Yes, uh, yes, yep. oh, yeah. hard. hard. It is hard. Liz, what about you? Talked about your little boy with his ASD diagnosis. When was that bubbling along? And
5: ah, uh, so. I've talked about Deb. Deb worked in childcare for 16 years right. uh, before we decided we were going to have a baby yep. um, and she was going to be a stay-at-home mum for that. Right. Um, and when he came along, obviously, she was stay-at-home mum and in her childcare career, she knew what to look for. Mm, of course. Um, so by the time he was one, um, we were of the opinion that he was uh, more than likely autistic. Mm. Um, we with the prematurity side of it um we had signed up for a study um because I'd received magnesium chloride there was a study going that um uh, they have a child developmental uh, assessment right. at 2 years old mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so we signed up for that said yeah sure we'll do that mm-hmm. why not mm-hmm. it's a free assessment what mm-hmm. do you why would you say no to a free assessment yeah. so, <laughs> So we went for the free assessment in 2020. Um, it's supposed to do uh, supposed to be when they're uh, expected to be two. So in April 2020, it was yep. supposed to be. Yep. So obviously that got I delayed heard. a little bit. Yep. Um. <laughs> so he had it in the July of that year. So it wasn't too much later. Mm. Um. And in that assessment, uh, they said that he had global delay, which wasn't unexpected for us. Yeah. Um. He. He wasn't talking very much. Um, he didn't respond to his name. He um uh what else? He was walking on his toes a lot. He mm. did a lot of bouncing and spinning. Mm. Um he had verbal days versus non-verbal mm-hmm, days. Mm-hmm. He I think the amount of words he was talking was about ten. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to, I think you're supposed to be around 50 at that age. Right. Um and he uh in that, they asked us if we had anything that we wanted to raise, and we said we think he might be autistic, and she said, yes, I think you're right. Mm. Um, is that something you want to explore? We said, definitely. Mm. Um, if he's autistic, then we need to know what to do mm. and how to help him mm. um, in the world. So so we want that assessment. So he had his assessment oh, over Zoom, I think, um, oh, and gosh. then we had a physical, <laughs> yeah. That That's was fun trying to do you. Stay old. in the room, buddy. Oh, <laughs> Far out. The camera on the phone. No, you need to stay He's in this like, room. No. Oh going to go and play um, with this over here. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. He was mm. all around the house that of day. Gosh. You followed him around with the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, can you get him to play with this? Yeah, sure. Oh, just oh a yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just give me an hour. Oh, um, can
4: so you yeah, imagine it was, the professionals as well going? This is ridiculous. They were lovely. they knew
5: how difficult it was going to be. So after I think on one of them he just was not cooperating at all they said well let's just stop we'll try again another day so yeah yeah. so we did that a few times and then we had a physical assessment um in the clinic um so we had about three different sessions with Mm -hmm. them yeah um and in the one in the clinic it was really strange because we have to sit there and You're not allowed to talk to them, oh, but you're in the room, mm, so they're asking him to do things and they want to see how he reacts to them while you're there, so hard. and so you're not allowed to interact. Yeah, and you so you're want sitting there to. with your hands on your lap, yeah. going, Don't Oh my say gosh, so hard! <laughs> That's impossible, <laughs> yeah. mm. it's so hard. Mm, so, um so yeah, it was um interesting to go through that, but he received his diagnosis on the fourth of January 2021. Mm. Um so he's autistic, um level two, I guess, if everyone wants the specifics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but realistically, um he's he's just kidlit. That's yeah. Yeah. So he, yeah, yeah. He he expresses his joy and very physical ways. He yeah. jumps on a trampoline twenty four seven if yep. you'd let him. Yeah. Um, he spins, he squeals, he wags his tail like Yeah, yeah. He, like, yeah. Wags his bum like a yeah, tail. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um so, you know, his whole body gets involved when he's excited about things. And it's yeah. he's a joy yes. in that way. Um yes. obviously he we have difficulties and we have yeah. difficult days and difficult yeah. moments, mm. but you know, nobody needs to be advertised on that. So. No, that's and he's, right. He's, he's a miracle. Boy.
2: He's here. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so. when we have our prems. It has a totally different spin on everything. And so, does he it go does.
4: to preschool or school or childcare or?
5: Ah, uh, so he goes to prep at the moment. Yep. So I think that's that preschool in. Some of the first year, of school. first year of Victoria. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's bef- the one before grade one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to that one. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, he changed schools at the beginning of the year, uh, which was a very rough time for all yes. of us. Um, mm. we had a lot of regression in behaviours, but um, mm. he's done so well now. Oh. The new school is so good for him. Um, it's our local school. Um, and yeah, they are just absolutely fantastic. So they've been really good. Mm-hmm. I want to know. They, they've also. Sorry, go. Keep sorry. Going. No, keep going. They, they've also just um, suggested, and we've moved forward um, with attempting to get it through NDIS for an AAC device to help him with his right. communication. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that's been grossed. really good. Yeah. 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 Um, I di- we did just have our review, and they seemed pretty positive about Two our request. So hopefully yeah, that'll go through. Nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Mm. But yeah. I want to know what, what are like family celebrations like when you're all together, Christmas Day or whatever it is that you all get together. Is there things that you do now as a family to help each other out?
3: Well, we we try to get together once a week, once a fortnight on a Sunday, you know, like do the family dinner. And um, I mean, there's time we just accommodate, you know, so if if he's not feeling it or he's not well, you know, there's been times where my sister and and Deb have gone home because, Mm. you know, of whatever reason. And that's fine. Like, you know, we we don't want to push anyone to be where they don't want to be, you know, or... Yeah. And, and, you know, at Christmas time we've had oh, – there's been times where we've got little headphones yeah. and we'll put headphones on his ears, Her you know, best. if he's yep. feeling uncomfortable yep. or, you know, mm. so I think we just all try to, mm. um, you know, just – Accommodate and make sure that that person is feeling okay, and yeah.
5: Beautiful. He also has his comfort items at different people's houses. So, at Vic's house, there's a, a Batman castle that she has from when Owen was a yes. kid, like five years old. Yeah, and she can never get rid of it. No, um. Oh, and he,
3: and he really likes the whiteboard now as well. Yeah,
2: because when you know you've got safe houses to go to, yeah, it yep. means the world. Oh yeah.
4: yeah, and then
5: I think at our parents' house, he um they've got a dish full of shells that they can never get rid of um, <laughs> because that's his toy. Yeah. Um, and and Pop's top drawer, that's that's where he goes. Pop's top drawer, it's got oh. all the good things in it, like oh, a coloring book and yes. cards and yeah. coins. Oh my oh, God, coins. there's money in here.
0: Yeah,
3: oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What and he's so, just yeah. family. He's beautiful. He's amazing. Um, he, is, he he does speak uh, quite a lot now, but it's, yes, I now guess he it's does, not, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, it's it, his way of talking.
5: Yeah. Um,
2: all right, all right. So is there anything that we've missed that you want to tell the world? Let either of you can start. Mm.
3: Well, I, for me, uh, I just wanted to say if you do have an organization or a support group that you can be a part of, I, I mean, I know the P tribe's fantastic, um, But if there's a condition that you have and you're Mm. a part of that support group, I really encourage people to, you know, seek that support um, and also, you know, find your people. Because, you know, I mean, for us, you know, having that um, people, you know, Owen, to have those connections, it's just Mm. been life-changing. And, you know, so, yeah, I just encourage people to be brave and And seek those connections. Mm, mm, Yeah, And
2: if you don't, if sorry, if you don't have a diagnosis, then you can reach out to Swan Syndromes without a name, and you can belong there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm. Okay, go Liz.
5: I'll I'll just second uh, the whole find find your people. Um, Mm. We we were sort of an island. Um, on us, on our own. Um, mm. And we didn't have anyone who looked like us
0: mm-hmm. um,
5: around us. And then mm. all of a sudden, last year, a family that looked exactly like us <laughs> moved in around the corner. Um, and our kids are best friends. Oh. Um, and we understand each other on a different level. Yes, um, of
2: course.
5: And when it comes to going to a kids' party or seeing other people with their kids, we know what to look for in that scenario because our kids are the same Mm. and we we see it in the environment. So we're always, I'm looking at their kid, they're looking at my kid and and we're aware of that environment Mm. around them. So I think, and it just takes a really big level of stress Mm. down Mm. um, because you've got four eyes instead of two. Yeah, that's Um, right. And it's just yeah, it's really helpful. Just find your people because yeah. they, they understand you. Um and it can just be one. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't have to be, a be lot. No, 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 it
2: doesn't
4: yeah. have to. Mm. Yeah. And if you haven't found them yet, it doesn't mean you're not
2: gonna find That's them. That's right. And we have on last yeah. week said they found someone quite late in their yeah, journey. Yeah. Yes.
4: And it's okay to acknowledge that you're lonely and that you haven't found your people, but yeah. Yeah, you never know. Someone yeah. might be out there. Yeah.
5: Mm. Oh, um yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to mention Um, if people look up the carer adjustment payment on services, Australia website, if you're eligible for it, go for it. Okay. It's not advertised anywhere in Centrelink. You can't apply for it through the Centrelink. Sorry. What was that? What does it mean? Mm. So, the carer adjustment payment is available to anyone with a child under seven who has had a life changing diagnosis. Autism Mm. counts. Right. And you are eligible for up to $10,000 per child. Right. Um, You just have to tell them how having a child with that diagnosis, Mm. or um, disability, or traumatic injury Mm. has changed your life, how it has affected you financially and then you can apply for it.
2: Oh, that's awesome. It has to be within
5: two years of your diagnosis or the injury. Yep. Mm. So um, that's the only thing. So we nearly missed it because um, we only found out about it when our friends around the corner moved in. Yes. Yes. Um, So... We just got in about a month before okay. we would have been overdue, and we recently got the payment um, oh. about two weeks ago. Oh, so incredible. it takes about four months yep. for the process. Yeah, but it, it is well worth oh, it. Please listen you, to that. Yeah, like up to ten grand. So oh, if you have financial hardship yes. and you need Which that, most people yeah, do. Well, do do. It. do. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. so definitely oh, you, go for it. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. So well, I just want to advertise that yes. because it's not well advertised on the government websites. So. Well, thank you both
2: so much. It was lovely to speak to you again. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We think it was way better, just so you all yeah, know. This,
5: this one went a lot a lot better, I think. Yeah, this one was great. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. We're sorry for making you do it again.
4: I oh, know. We're very grateful for well, you giving us yeah, so your time. Be gentle
2: on yourselves today because yes. after sharing it can be, you know, bring mm. stuff up. So mm. thank you yeah, very yeah, thank you, much. Thank you, thank you. And just thank you for being great peace sisters yes. in our gang yes. and being super supportive of of kate and i so yeah, thank,
3: thank you. you yeah thank, thank you. you for doing what you do as well because oh. we love listening to you guys it's oh. amazing mm. thank, thank you thank you
5: all right We've opened our eyes thank oh. you
3: <laughs> have the great started conversations. Yes. <laughs> yes yes well that's what we do
5: <laughs> yes
2: that's what we, we chat do. Us, so we chat yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh thank you both so much it was lovely to see you again
4: you too
3: thank, thank you, you. All okay. yeah, right. see you see you
2: bye
5: thank you bye, bye. bye. thank you
3: bye